News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. One in five small rural nursing homes shut during the pandemic and older people living in rural Ireland will face a shortage of nursing home beds close to home as larger new facilities open in counties with big populations and a greater number of existing beds. That's according to new research from the ESRI. Dr Des O'Neill, Chair of the Irish Society of Physicians in Geriatric Medicine, joins us now. Des, your reaction to this research? My concern is this shows a massive vacuum policy of policy from the Department of Health who've ignored this area for a long time. And instead of creating a framework of what we should have in nursing homes, uh, into this vacuum has come in large private operators uh, making huge barrack-like institutions, you know, hundreds of hundreds of beds. In terms of the rural nursing homes, it's a much more complex picture. Uh, there was indeed an element of oversupply in the rural areas when prospectus looked at this a number of years back. It was about 9% of the older population, whereas it should actually be around 4%. So the most worrying part of the report is the loss of the public beds. In fact, one of the Sloucher Care recommendations was belatedly to recognise that we've left the field far too much to the profit and private sector and that we needed uh, to restore the balance towards public beds. So what has happened has been a direct contravention of Sloucher Care policy. And we've written to the Sloucher Care uh, working group and to the two ministers for health to say that this is a major concern. Among the reasons nursing home beds, private nursing home beds have closed in these areas too is the poor terms and conditions and lack of a career choice in the private sector and career progression. And really, you know, we need an absolute reboot of how we view optimal nursing home care. And the one bright spark in the area is finally, and I really hope that people will respond to this, the Department of Health has come out with a document on what the design of nursing homes should be, and they've stipulated a maximum size of 72 beds of six domestically scaled units. But this is a really a small spark of hope in really what is the most worrying uh, report and suggest okay. that uh, drastic action is needed. Okay, drastic action needed. I mean, if you could, if you could paint the picture of your ideal scenario, what would yes. it be, Des? Uh, the ideal scenario would be a largely public and not-for-profit sector run on the basis of a clear vision of what the um, inputs to make uh, life as positive and flourishing as possible in in, in, in residential care and with a maximum size of any nursing home of 72 units in six domestically scaled units, which resembles somewhat um, a, house, a house environment. Yeah. And we needn't worry, too, in, there's often a lot of apocalyptic talk about the future, but in fact current generations of older Irish people are actually getting fitter and healthier. And in many Western countries, nursing home use is actually stable or dropping. So I think uh, it's not as apocalyptic as it sounds and it can be planned for. Uh, I'm, I'm listening to calls here. I'm reading in the Irish Times, Fergus O'Dowd, the Fine Gael TD, we should keep the small nursing homes open. It's critical for the health of people to, com- to keep communities vibrant and, uh, well, and alive. Ideally, Is he right? Ideally, they should be taken over by the HSE if there's a need for that number of nursing homes in the area. And I think it is an opportunity to actually implement the Sloucher Care recommendation 
of increasing the number of public beds. So, well, wh- why is public better than private? Because I mean, we we know. I mean, when it comes to schools, people uh, people like private schools. When it comes to healthcare, people go for private healthcare. Why is public better than private in this scenario? Yeah, in general, because the evidence is, indicates that that the not for profit sector is probably a better way of putting the not for profit, i.e., voluntary and public actually perform better during COVID, perform better uh, generally. And again, part of this is the uh, better terms and conditions, I think. And uh, we should be looking at standard terms and conditions across the sector so that uh, people can move between uh, nursing homes and there can be career progression. And this is currently not the case, particularly in the private sector. Uh, Roisin Shortall also arguing in the Irish Times today that uh, we, the present uh, system uh, militates against the small local model, but also that home care had been underfunded, undermining older people who want to stay in their own homes with support. Is, is she right on that? Yeah, it's, it's first of all, I, I, to a certain extent, there's been a struggle there, there again because of terms and conditions. But in fact, in general, I have to say in the population coming from, you know, the, those I serve in the hospital, most people are getting the home care package of up to 21 hours, three calls a day, seven days a week if they need it, and sometimes with, with two people. Uh, beyond that, it becomes challenging to set up a, a framework of care. But going back to small nursing homes, I think what COVID finally pointed out is that nursing home care is complex. And for a small operator of 50 beds to try and encapsulate that really does not make sense. And this is where really the HSE should be stepping in and taking over or offering, in the same way as we've offered housing for housing associations, offering voluntary bodies the opportunity uh, to run these smaller nursing homes because you do need a, a network of support around infection. Uh, interesting. So medicine. small but not too small. Yeah, it, the, the optimal size is, is medium and that's why the uh, Department of Health new uh, proposed guidelines, which will, people will, it's open for public consultation Will, will support is for a maximum size of 72. So probably between 50 and 72. Uh, look ahead if you can, uh, just finally, uh, Des. It, I, I know it's, it's crystal ball is it, always difficult, but if we're looking 30, 40 years down the line, do nursing homes still exist in, in their current format or will they be completely different, do you think? Will we have a completely different model of care? We, we have to promote that they will change uh, quite radically, will they become at a higher standard, but also, I mean, what, what we find is our older people do not unnecessarily go towards nursing homes, certainly in, in I can say, in urban areas. There is a definite need to structure in some kind of intermediate but linked uh, uh, form of supported housing, and we see this, for example, in the voluntary sector in areas like uh, the Church of Ireland, the Presbyterians with, with Brabazon House or yeah. Mount Tabor, but uh, it needs to be linked up in a joined together system. Uh, sorry, just very finally, I, I started with the one in five small rural uh, uh, nursing homes shutting in the pandemic. Do you lament their passing or, or do you sort of feel it was inevitable? I think it's a missed opportunity for the HSE to review them and to see should they selectively have been taking over uh, some of these and uh, fulfilling this launch of care recommendations. It's also, there is a challenge we still cannot oversee what's known as clinical governance in private nursing homes, uh, whereas we can in certainly in public ones. So a whole load of boxes will be ticked if selectively they've taken over a number of these.
Okay, we'll leave it there. Dr. Des O'Neill, Chair of the Irish Society of Physicians in Geriatric Medicine. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.